The Pulse Podcast Network is now providing its listeners with a 10% discount off of all merchandise from Jersey Express. They sell NBA and college jerseys plus player hoodies. Simply use the code PULSE at checkout. You can find them at Jersey Express or at thejerseyexpress.com. Starks here. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. Welcome to the Fantasy Unicorns podcast. We're dynasty driven and we're joined by Pulse Podcast Network. And now we're actually collaborating with uh, Fantasy Pros uh, with the rankings that we're coming out with. Uh, read our content, uh, thefantasyunicorns.com and make sure you subscribe. Give us a five star rating and do uh, you know, a two to three word review for our podcast. Unicorn listeners continue to spread the good word. I'm joined with uh, Kevin, the Carrot Giver, and Doc J uh, this evening. The Fantastic Three, as Kevin would imagine, is here. So That's right. with that being said, <laughs> I'm going to pass the ball to Jay. All right, what's up, Fantasy Fiends? Uh, like Stark said, this is Jay, the Fantasy Unicorn Doc. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter, at Fantasy NBA Layup. <clears throat> um, I just want to say we've been putting out a lot of great stuff uh, in addition to this podcast like Mike's weekly streaming advice and another weekly article we started where we, as a team, rank our top 40 waiver wire guys who are available in at least 50% of Yahoo League. So look out for that. Uh, Also, I just released uh, part one of my three-part article on the best players you could acquire for your punting strategy. So if you're a punter in any of your leagues, go check it out. Uh, I think it'll be really helpful. And obviously look look out for parts two and three coming at you soon. uh, and one more thing, we've got our rest of season rankings just releasing, so go check that out. I think they'll be releasing soon if they're not already. Um, it's strictly for redraft leagues right now, but we'll probably maybe create some dynasty rankings eventually, next maybe next summer or something like that. Anyway, I'm just looking forward to having a good time and hopefully not stepping on anybody's toes. So pass the ball to Kevin here. Hey, this is Kevin. What's up, Internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Kevin So. Uh, Starks and Jay definitely hit up on a lot of stuff that we're doing over at the fantasyunicorns.com. Uh, you know, we had a lot of articles coming out. Uh, Starks put something out recently um, about De'Aaron Fox. So you definitely want to check that out as well. Um, and, you know, Jay's just constantly putting stuff out and uh, it, it's great stuff. So uh, at the same time, I haven't put anything this week, but I do have my rest of the season fantasy rankings as uh, Jay alluded to. Um, that just went up, and uh, that's both on Fantasy Pros as well as um, as our site. And if anyone has any other uh, questions or things about the Fantastic Three, definitely you know you can find me on Twitter. I'm I'm always available to kind of let you guys know a little bit more about that. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> All right, the Fantastic Three, I'm ready to take people off for a ride, guys. So with that being said, we're going to jump into the recent news and. Uh, We're actually recording while games is going on, and, you know, I have to put this alert real quick. It looks like Chris Paul pulled his hammy again, so, you know, he's out for the rest of the game. 
And uh, for fantasy implications um, for the team, is there any immediate pickups that you guys see out there in a waiver wire? Um, how how long does an injury like that usually last? Ooh, hamstrings can it can definitely vary, man. It could be even a few weeks, even months, sometimes. So and they they could take it easy on Chris Paul too. I yeah, mean, I he might be someone that needs a little extra recovery time. And, well, right. I know. I, I, go ahead. I, I think uh, I know Brandon Knight hasn't really done much lately here here lately. I don't know if they'd rather play Mark, Michael Carter Williams over him, but you know, Brandon Knight did just get back from. Uh, he took a little uh, a little dip in the in the G League after coming back from a really lengthy injury. So I've been stashing him in one of my thirty team dynasties as like an end of bench kind of guy. So <clears throat> ho- hopefully he he can step it up in Chris Paul's place. Uh, but I wouldn't recommend him for anything outside of really deep leagues right now. Yeah. yeah. Also, oh, go ahead. And I was going to say, and also on top of that, you know, Jay, unfortunately, well, you probably didn't even hear this news yet, but the the thing that's actually came out, there's a report that Brandon Knight, they're actually trying to shop him too. So mm-hmm. it's a weird situation. I mean, Brandon Knight is still a player. I mean, I mean, I don't want him for fantasy in general, but I mean, he could be an okay player for some team, but, Right now, I mean, he's still in Houston, so you just never know. They can just be more of a hearsay, but that's what's the rumor going out. But what was you going to say, Kevin? I was going to say, you're probably just going to see way more James Harden running the show. Yeah, Eric Um, Gordon. Yeah, Eric Gordon's going to get a little bit more. Um, You might see – actually, a guy that I like is Daniel House. Um, Mm -hmm. He's been playing a little bit more um, this season, and he's he's been producing a little bit as as the season's gone on, and I think – he might be able to step it up a little bit. So in your deeper leagues, he's a guy to maybe keep an eye on, especially if it sounds like um, Chris Paul is going to be out for more than a, a couple of games. Yeah, and also keep your eye on Gerald Green, too. He could be a player that could be picked up as well. I know he just started the second half, so that's something to also keep an eye on. So moving right along. Well, that, um, if, I, oh, go ahead. if I can do one more thing here, um, <clears throat> maybe y'all think this might uh, – uh, propel the Rockets to make the move they've been trying to make for a while and act- actually be a little more aggressive and trade, you know, Knight's contract or Marquise Chris's contract and try to bring in some help now that Paul's down for a little while, potentially? Yeah, I mean, he's definitely potential. I know they were looking at KCP as a potential player to pick up. I mean, I'm not that's not a player I'm getting excited about. Yeah. I mean, Kevin, what do you think, man? Yeah, I mean, KCP is, is fine, but nothing to get excited about. I mean, as Stark said, it sounds like they're trying to trade. Um, trying to, to combine him maybe with a, a first-round pick to see what they can get as far as uh, another wing player or something like that. So um, I don't know if it's going to be any game-changer type trades. I, I, I bet Chris Paul is going to be fine. It's just sort of a thing he's going to have to rest for a little while. And so we might see him you know, miss a couple of games here and there. And it, it's frustrating for fantasy GMs, definitely, because you never know when he's going to miss a couple of games. But I think as far as the team's concerned, they're going to play him when they need him. And Otherwise, you know, they'll probably try to take it easy on him while he's he's recovering. Yeah, and even when he's recovered, I, I can't see him playing a lot of back-to-back games moving forward. So um, the next the next player that's actually on the list here is another injury. Uh, it's Goran Dragic, and I'm going to pass the ball to Kevin on his thoughts on that injury. Yeah, I've been talking about Dragic all season. You know, I, I thought he was he's kind of on his way out. His, his fantasy career is waning, and, you know, th- this is kind of just – more of a, a nail in the coffin it, not saying his career's done but i think that you know this is just more indicative of the fact that he's getting older you know he, he was a really physical player he he got he got to the to the bucket a lot um you know absorbed a lot of contact was a big free throw guy so that kind of takes his toll on his body and i think you know he's he's definitely lost a step can't handle the physicality as much and i feel like he's just 
a guy that if you have him on your fantasy team, especially in dynasties, you kind of have to hope he gets back and then see what you can get for him because I don't I don't see much uh, improving for his future. Docs. Uh, yeah, I, I just tend to agree with most of the things Kevin just said. Um, you, you know, he's been on the way down for a little while. He'll, I think he'll be 33 uh, next season. And Josh Richardson's actually done uh, a decent, but in, inconsistent, but decent job stepping in for him as the as the primary playmaker so far this season. And I think <clears throat> Dragic at best uh, for the rest of his career, if he doesn't retire soon, would be best served as maybe a backup point guard uh, yeah. type role here. Yeah, I mean, definitely agree. Um, I was actually fading on Gorn, uh, actually the dragon this year. You know, uh, I didn't, nobody expected or assumed an injury on him. You know, nobody wishes an injury on uh, a player, but it was just one of those things that Josh Richardson is a, a rising star. Although, you know, just like what Jay said, you know, he's been pretty much inconsistent this year. If you're able to get him and even in a redraft for Dynasty League, I'm all about buying low on him. I mean, mm. his usage rate has – I have an article about it. His usage rate has been blooming each year, and this year has been actually taken off. So he's the type of player to get you the, the, the triple one type stats, the steals, threes, and blocks. Well, the block rate is a little bit lower this year, but he's definitely a player that you still want to have on your team and just hold on to and be patient with if you have him. So – we're going to move right along to the next uh, player on this news and another injury. Um, and it's been a breakout player, Zach Levine. He's out two to four weeks. I'm going to actually pass the ball to Jay and his uh, thoughts and who's going to pick up the slack in Chicago at this time. Uh, yeah, I guess just real briefly, uh, I- I'm wondering who, who this benefits the most. Like you, like you asked, um, <clears throat> Chris Dunn might be a good temporary play. Um, and actually he'd be a great play if you're punting threes. Um, obviously there's a, a few young mostly undesirable point guards in Chicago, like Ryan Archie Diacono, uh, maybe Cameron Payne. Um, one of them might step up in his place as well, but hopefully we see uh, Lowry Markinen or Wendell Carter Jr. step up and provide a few more points in Zach Levine's absence. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's Markinen. I think he's the guy that steps up and, and absorbs a lot of usage. Yeah. Uh, Dunn is good, but he's not a, he's not a scorer. You know, he's no. not a guy that's going to be giving you 20 points. Um, you know, he's definitely going to have an increased role with Levine out. Um, and if you have him, if you have done on your fantasy team, you might be in for a couple of good weeks here. Uh, but uh, I think as far as the points, I think Markin is the guy that's going to really benefit from this and absorb a lot of it. Agreed. And, and maybe Justin Holiday too, who the Chicago boy needing to trade all season now. <laughs> Your boy. No, so I was no. on... <laughs> that's like your boy. Yes, yeah, your boy. So I'm just kidding, man. So, um, Another thing you guys touched up on, you know, a few things. I would say it's a, uh, but I also agree with Kevin here. Lori Marketing is going to soak up a lot of usage, and I believe Portis is out as well. Uh, Portis is a heavy usage monster, but he's not really particularly the best player in fantasy. Um, even with him out, you know, I really do think Marketing, because as soon as Marketing came back from injury, and then you got to keep in mind with the new coach, he got inserted right back in the starting lineup, and he was jacking up a lot of threes. So, you know, with uh, uh, Zach Levine being out, he's going to take up a lot of responsibility. And, uh, you know, I, I like this. I like – I actually can say I'm, I'm starting to like Marketing, man. You know, I just always thought maybe he would just be a points and threes guy. He'll give you a couple of decent stats along with that. So, you know, with that being said, I'm going to move on to the next – uh, person here and uh this is actually uh one of uh kevin's guys so i'm gonna pass on the ball on moody and what's his thoughts on his you're definitely game. uh <laughs> you like assigning <laughs> players to guys for some reason um 
Yeah, now Moutier <laughs> is, is not one of my guys, but I have been impressed with what he's been doing uh, the last couple, you know, the last couple of weeks or so. He, you know, he definitely he had a, a run where he went, um, you know, sixteen point seven assists, eight boards, thirty four points, and eight assists. 32.6 assists, six boards. So these are all really useful numbers. He doesn't really get you a ton in steals, no blocks. Um, you know, he gets you a couple threes and not the most efficient um, score normally. He, he does put up a lot of shots and doesn't shoot the best percentages. So that kind of keeps his, his overall value down. But if you need points and some boards and assists, he's really, um, you know, been a useful fantasy player. Um, but you, if you look at his overall ranking, it's probably not, a really standard league relevant, but I think, um, you know, depending on what you're looking for from your players, he can be useful and he's been impressive. I didn't think he was going to have this type of um, production in him, but he's doing it. And, you know, I guess we'll see how long it holds up. Uh, I have my doubts as far as his longevity, uh, as far as pulling this off, but uh, so far it's, it's held up even, you know, he didn't have a great game last game, but uh, he's still got 32 minutes. So I think, you know, he's, he's kind of locked in as that starter for now. And, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it seems like Moody finally found a home, maybe. Uh, he's inside <laughs> the top 100 over the past four games uh, with a really high usage rate, uh, nice points assist. And I believe it or not, a nice field goal percentage over those last four games. But I, I don't see him ever becoming more than a top 75 guy. And that might even be a stretch. But um, if he's still in New York next year, I, I don't know if his dynasty outlook is promising because obviously New York loves to chase those big names. That being said, they obviously haven't acquired any lately, so maybe that, that trend will continue. But if you can trade him in your dynasty leagues and get back any kind of significant value, I, I think I'd pull the trigger. Awesome. And, and actually, I'm going to take the ball and give it back to you there, Jay. Who do you think a player you can probably aim to to sell high with Moody A with? Oh, man. Um, maybe, you know, D'Angelo Russell's, uh, I think he's right around or right outside the top 100 this year. So uh, I, I don't know how his owners are feeling about him and, and you, but maybe somebody like that. Okay, cool. So um, actually, Kevin, because Jay touched up on it, which I appreciated uh, the, the top. He was thinking maybe at the max, if possible, a top 75. Kevin, what do you think he can finish at the rest of the season and maybe the peak? What ranking you think he can reach at, man? Yeah, I mean, in top 75 is like absolute ceiling. I think I'm more likely, if he could get to around the top 100, I consider that a, a big win for him. So Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, so we're going to actually we'll also say this about Moutier real quick. Um, he was just one of those players that, you know, came out that year that we were – some people, some GMs and myself out included was hoping to see something uh, when he was in Denver. But, you know, in, in New York Knicks – it, again, I'm still going to bang that drum. You just don't know who's going to come and start. That rotation is just so messed up and distraught. You just don't know what you're going to get. You know, it's just like Forrest Gump. You never know what you're going to get, honestly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with that being said, we're going to move into another new New York Knicks guy. And uh, it's Kevin Knox. And uh, he's been stringing along some decent games. And I'm going to pass the ball to Kevin and his thoughts on him. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a Knox guy. I don't. I don't um, pretend tend to sure? like his game, <laughs> but you know, he, he, he has put up some points recently, but on the season, I mean, he's, he's almost, he's number 294 overall in the season. So 
you know, he's yeah. not really he's not really pulling his weight on your fantasy team if you have him, unless maybe you're if you're in a thirty team league. Um, I know you know he's had a couple of good games recently, um, and so that that's fine if you if you need need a little scoring and some threes. Um, he's still not great. He's still not um, a guy that's gonna. He's still let's see over the last week, so the last four games he's averaged eighteen point three points, but he's still the hundred fifty seventh ranked player because he's not doing anything besides points and threes. And he's a, a negative everywhere else. Um, in my opinion, you can if you're a fantasy GM and you have him on your team, you take the fact that he's a rookie with perceived upside, and you, you kind of point out how he's been playing well, and you can see you see what you can get for him. Uh, that's at least that's the move I would do. Nice, Jack. Yeah, I tend to agree um, with, with what Kevin said. If you can get value, because over the last two weeks, uh, last seven games, he is one tw- actually ranked one twenty seven in fantasy. Um, like Kevin said, he's still not a great fantasy play outside of deeper leagues. Uh, that's just in our opinion, obviously. But he's at least displayed some nice production in a few stats. Um, I don't love his future as a few, as a fantasy player. Uh, I don't see him contributing much outside of some scoring and a few boards, uh, maybe some threes. But I think maybe a top 100 might be reasonable. Ho- hopefully he gets his percentages to a respectable degree in the future because that would tremendously help his value. Uh, but the story in this is the same with Knox as it is for Moutier, uh, in that if New York acquired an elite stud over the summer, it could potentially hurt his fantasy value, obviously. And I'm curious to see what his role is uh, fitting next to Porzingis when he returns from his injury as well. Nice, nice. And actually, I'm going to give the game genie cheat code to the league, um, or just actually for the listeners. Like I said, I don't like to share too many secrets, but one of the secrets that I'm going to use uh, for a trade bait type of situation here's something for the uh, even for the unicorns because i don't share too much as far as my initiating trading but here's one that you want to take because this is actually around that time for christmas so here's a gift to you guys so here's here's a stat that you guys should listen to this is almost like reverse psychology when you speak to somebody so here's the stat here he's the only teenager here he's 19 years old you know within a decade with at least 15 points and two trays in five consecutive Hmm. contests the only other players that's able to do that was Devin Booker and Luka Dantich. Oh, So just take that to the bank and just kind of think about that. That doesn't necessarily mean, oh, well, maybe uh, he's going to be awesome the rest of the season. I'm not saying that. But there's just certain things that you can pick with certain players like that and come up with the idea and the true hard facts to the gems that you're negotiating trades with. That is one chip that I'll share with you guys. That's a Christmas gift. And that's probably the first one that I've given as far as me negotiating. So that's one option there. So we're going to move right along. And uh, the next person that's up here on the list is uh, Larry Nance. And uh, he's been stringing along a couple of good games. And I think I remember the doc had asked actually me and Kevin a few episodes ago, um, who would we actually rather have Lance or, uh, or excuse me, Larry Nance or um, Tristan Thompson. And I think, Kevin chose Thompson, if no, I remember. I don't and think I just so. said, "You sure? You sure? No, seriously, I think you did." And I and I actually chose Nance. For, no, just for the for the year. I didn't say for Thompson. No, I don't. Okay, whatever. I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. But okay, if hey, you say, so. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, hey, man. If you didn't, it's it's fine. But anyway, so what's your thoughts on him, though? Oh, I, I like Nance a lot. Um, I think it, finally he's had a chance with Tristan being hurt to come in and and produce, and you know. He's uh, over the last week, you know, he's put up 11 and a half points and 11.3 boards. But the, the really cool thing is 6.3 assists. 
So I, I don't know uh, if anyone is really expecting that, but that's still, that's a, that's a pretty interesting, you know, statistic. And I think that goes to show sort of where maybe there's some deficiencies in someone like Colin Sexton, who, you know, is possibly a good scorer. You know, he's in maybe that same mold as Kevin Knox, but doesn't really do anything else. Uh, doesn't really play make, doesn't put up assists. Uh, and so it opens the door for someone like Nance to operate out of the post and, and rack up some 6.3 assists is huge. You know, that's over four games, uh, as well as 2.3 steals uh, and almost a three and almost a blocking game. So that's great. And it's actually um, good for 20th uh, ranking over the last week. So he's been great. And wow. I think Cleveland's just ridiculous if they don't continue to start him. I don't care if Tristan Thompson gets healthy, um, you know, put him in there for 15, 20 minutes and let him rack up eight boards. That's fine. But Nance needs to be the one that is, you know, playing uh, the big minutes and, and operating out of the post and, and, right. you know, trying to mesh with the rest of this young team. Right. Real quick. I'm going to steal the ball. I'll give it to you here in a second, doc. I think you're right, Kevin. I'm sorry. Um, I think maybe what you might've said is Tristan Thompson may have started, over Nance the rest of the season. I think that's probably what it was. So, you know, take what you want for that. So I'll give the ball to Jay. What's your thoughts on uh, Nance? Oh, yeah, I kind of kind of touching on what Kevin was saying, too, that uh, he's always he's always provided those steals and blocks upside with decent field goal percentage. Um, In my opinion, he's always had that, you know, slight big man playmaking potential like a like a Julius Randle kind of does, you know, but just never, never had the opportunity yeah, to, to, to display it with all the pieces around him. But I, you know, there's not really a great distributor on the Cavs anymore. So maybe now that he, now he's getting to <clears throat> showcase that, but yeah, like, like Kevin said, with, with Thompson out, looks like he's becoming uh, the player we hoped he could be before the season uh, when we drafted him, believe it or not. Uh, he's actually ranked 14th over the last two weeks. Um, mm. you know, that's, that's what, that's eight games there. So uh, surely we don't expect that level of production to continue, but an optimist would say that he can, he can at the least maybe hold the top 60, 70 spot. Uh, I'm interested to know, to know, uh, if you guys would try to sell high on him right now. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can agree with that, man. You said top 14 within yeah. the last couple of games. That's, that's, that's amazing, bro. Um, what I was going to also say is what's uh, crazy, obviously we know Cleveland is uh, a town right now that's looking really uh, gray and uh, dark. And one of the things that, you know, listeners should also know is that he's leading the Cavs in assists this year. That's crazy. Not not Sexton. Not even, I mean, Love has been out. So, but for him to lead assists as well for a big man, that's, that's pretty impressive mm-hmm. in Cleveland. So we're going to actually move on to the next guy and uh, Chris Middleton. And uh, he's actually had some... I don't know if you guys heard, you know, rumors of leaving a little bit. I don't know if you guys heard that or even getting traded or even him and Greek Freak kind of got into it a little bit per se. So, you know, with that being said, I'm going to pass the ball to Jay and his thoughts on Chris Middleton. Uh, yeah, he's really taken a dip over the last two weeks, uh, really falling from grace. Um, <clears throat> I have him in a few fantasy teams uh, in the, the early star level stats that were awesome. Um, I, I think that's what – that's that's what he was doing early on, at least somewhat, and maybe that's at least somewhat sustainable is what I thought. Um, this huge drop off over the last six games really hurts, but it's mostly due to his awful field goal percentage. So I expect him to start putting the ball in the basket a bit more, and he'll see his value climb back up. I say buy low on him if you can. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I think um, you know, he's gonna he's gonna rebound, and he's still putting up a lot of shots. So. 
eventually that will start coming back and his value, you know, then his, his statistics are going to look a lot better. Uh, you know, I know there were some, some issues with what, like, you know, Starks was saying, maybe he had some problems with, with Giannis or something, but I mean, he's a pro and he's an elite player and he's a perfect by low candidate. Yeah, I agree with all the unicorns here. Uh, he's definitely a buy low player. He'll be fine. He's just he's not shooting particularly well right now this this season, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be a bad player the rest of the season. And obviously, since we're dynasty driven, he's a player that you want to have. Again, just like what Jay and Kevin said, if you can get him and buy low, do it quickly. So the next guy that's up, and the you know I know I always give these guys a hard time, like you know this is your guy, but this is actually seriously the Doc's guy. And that's uh, Robert Williams. With that being someone passed the ball to him, and his thoughts on his pretty yeah, good game. Yeah, uh, my boy, the Time Lord, coming in hot. Uh, all, all it took was uh, <laughs> injuries to almost every player ahead of him in the depth chart. <laughs> uh, he, he's actually ranked 82 in fantasy over his last five games, mostly in part uh, due wow. to his large amount of blocks and good field goal percentage he's providing because uh, he, he really doesn't contribute much else. Uh, maybe average rebounds and a turnover rate you'd expect from a low-usage young big man like himself. Uh, I, I think if the front court ahead of him clears up a bit next season, uh, Williams could be a Clint capella light kind of asset, uh, being surrounded by shooters and playmakers. Uh, I don't see him as a sustainable redraft play this year, but in dynasty leagues, he, he, he's starting to show why he's a decent stash. I, I know I've stashed him in a couple of um, leagues for a while now. Yeah, I was I was a little low on him, um, admittedly, after all of the hijinks that went on in the off season and the you know the missing the plane and uh, you know missing practices and stuff. But uh, he's he's looked good with, with the when he's had the opportunity here recently, and uh, you know he's even in redraft leagues. If you kind of need some blocks right now, I I would definitely look to pick him up and um, just see what happens. Because uh, Horford is still out, I think they said he's still going to miss the next game. So that means at least one more game um, with with him with Robert Williams uh, in the mix. So, uh, and even when Horford comes back, you know, at that point he might have established himself to at least get you know 15 minutes or something like that. And a player like that in 15 minutes can get you two blocks, which is useful. Yeah, and then obviously you know even Brad Stevens says you know he likes what he's doing. I mean that speaks value right there. And also Kyrie said he wanted to you know play with him more. And you know one thing that listeners should understand since we're dynasty driven, you know us unicorns we try to find those type of players. And, and Doc is hitting it right now. I'm not saying just like he was saying it's not going to be a player that is going to probably just explode the rest of the season. But he's definitely a player that you want to have in a dynasty league. And, you know, you just never know what Boston, you know, they're such a good team. Obviously, you still got Horford and a lot of other players to, you know, finagle those minutes. But to have that type of upside, Brad Stevens knows how to utilize those players. So if he's going to bring that upside, even in the future, he's he's not going to not get on to the, the court, if that makes sense. So he's definitely a player, uh, per his block numbers as well, that you want to hold on to and just hope for the best. So good stuff on that, Doc. Um, so we're going to move into the next section here. Section two, we're going to change it up a little bit for the listeners because, I mean, like I said, it's about that time for Christmas. And uh, this is going to be a dunk contest uh, with the doc and the, the carrot giver here. And how this is going to work is this is this is a buy low player that I'm going to bring up. And each of these unicorns here, um, they're going to have to basically pull a combination of players or one player or even draft picks. This is Dynasty. Um, and, and I'm going to basically score them. 
if it's, you know, obviously a good dunk, in my opinion, as far as what players that might try to come up with or a combination of picks to get that player, that seems feasible. So that was the way they're not overpaying or if they're underpaying. So with that being said, the buy low player is going to be Donovan Mitchell. He's having a rough year this year. Um, And with that being said, they actually get, if it's a very bad dunk, which I'm sure they'll be fine. They're not going to have a bad dunk. But if they did, they'll get another attempt to dunk it. But with that being said, I will give the ball with the, you know, the the style. And that's going to be with the doc. And he's got to put a dunk on this. So who are going to be your players? Oh, man. Um, So, honestly, I've actually seen two Donovan Mitchell trades already this season. Um, one was okay. Eric Bledsoe and Justin Holiday for Donovan Mitchell, and in that in that player's defense, he was competing for a championship. It was a dynasty league, but he was competing for a championship this year. So it, it, uh, I, I cut him some slack there. I, obviously, Donovan Mitchell is the highest upside out of those guys, but um, like I said, he's competing for a championship, and and Bledsoe and Holiday, Justin Holiday, provided better value for this season. And the other one was De'Aaron Fox, straight up for Donovan Mitchell, and. Uh, I know you actually just wrote about him, Stark, so that kind of intrigued me. I thought that was a, a decent enough one-for-one trade. Um, I think Fox might actually even be ranked higher than Donovan Mitchell this season, uh, mm. which is, which was kind of surprising considering all, all the hype surrounding Donovan Mitchell last season. So um, if I'm the De'Aaron Fox owner, actually, I don't even pull the trigger on that. Um, so I think my, my best one maybe would be a one-for-one Josh Richardson for uh, for – uh donovan mitchell they're both kind of down right now lately uh, but both young players that i expect to to climb right back up in short order awesome i, I like it um before i even give the score out I'm, I'm going to uh give the ball to kevin all right on that with or as far as as far as buying low on this is a dynasty league yes all right sir. i'm gonna go a little out of the box here i'm gonna i'm gonna send Miles Turner <laughs> and and nine second round picks. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna steal the ball from you. And actually, I don't even have to steal the ball from you. You just you just get a flagrant <laughs> one. Doc, you 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 smashed it. I appreciate it. That's that's a ten, bro. And uh, Kevin, unfortunately, you just you just disqualified yourself just even saying that. And I just knew at one point in time, you was ready to loosen that tie up a little bit. It's about time <laughs> for you to even mention miles Turner. It's just a big, I, I won't, we won't even get into that. So doc <laughs> won the first round. The next round we're going to go to is um, this is a sell high moment in a trade. And again, we're dynasty driven. So what combination of players or picks or even just one player um, would you do? to actually sell high on Vooch for Kevin? I'm not selling Vooch. Mm. I'm holding them. In Dynasty? Holding them for In Dynasty, yeah. Because I'm not going to get the value back that I want for him. And that's true. But it, 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 in, sure? in lieu of this exercise, I will I will tell you um, a player that I will trade, mm-hmm. trade him for. <laughs> but in real life, I'm not trading him. Um, I'll trade him for Pascal Siakam. Oh, man, you missed the dunk. <laughs> hey, man, I'm a, yeah, 
you get I'm another. Just, that, that's who I'm going with. That's not a bad. That's who you're going with. In dynasty. Okay. Okay. So you're going. You. Okay. So you're going to trade Vooch for Pascal Siakam. If I have to trade him, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Doc, who you oh, got? Oh man. Okay. So for dynasty leagues, I know I'm always a sucker for the really young guys who have nice upside. Um, obviously, I didn't want to throw JJJ out there or Aiton because they're too much of a big name right now, and nobody would trade one of those guys for Vucevic. So I went with another young rookie big man that maybe you could possibly squeeze the trade if the play if the GM is competing and has Wendell Carter Jr. and would like to trade for somebody that's being more productive this season. Okay. Okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to give you guys – I'm just going to say Kevin got that one. And the reason why I'm going to say that is a draw because Kevin doesn't like to loosen a tie. And I I felt like, you know, for this contest, he's he's not the type of player or GM to – he's not about style or pizzazz. He's about business. He likes to put on his tie, slick his hair back, comb it, walk with, you know, professionally with good posture and everything, right? So – he he doesn't he doesn't slam dunk the ball he jams the ball. I don't know if anybody's familiar when someone jams the ball, they just get right under the hoop and just jump real quick and just <laughs> grab the rim lightly and just go about their business. That's the type of uh, type of guy Kevin is, which is fine. Tim Duncan style. I'll ball give it. Good. So yeah, I'll give it to him. That's jam. fine. I'll, I'll let him have that one since he since he losing the tie a bit, right? <laughs> right. So this is a draw. I, I think you guys did good. That that was really excellent. I, I appreciate you. Accepting the exercise, Kevin. <laughs> so with that being said, we're going to go ahead and finish it off here in the last section. Uh, it's the Christmas gift and how this is going to typically work, because like I said, it's Christmas time. Um, I want to actually ask Kevin, you know, for fantasy, his fantasy basketball goal goals and, you know, in the future, what's your what's your goal? Um, I have lots of goals uh, to have fun mainly mm-hmm. um, and and to okay. win. But. Uh, you know, I, I saw this on here, and you know, I, I know I keep going off uh, the the script here a little bit, but I have a, a real life basketball goal here as a fan, not as a player. Obviously. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm I'm looking for a new team because I've had it with my Wizards, <laughs> and uh, right now I'm leaning towards Brooklyn as a, a fun team to to possibly get into. And so, if any mm-hmm. listeners out there have suggestions on who they uh, would like me to consider, uh, please let me know. But that that's sort of one of my real life NBA fan goals is to uh, find another team to, to uh, cheer for, to follow in addition to my awful wizards. Um, but beyond that for fantasy, obviously it's to win uh, at least one championship in across all of my leagues and just to have a lot of fun and to uh, rebuild um, my one process dynasty league where I have like eight first round picks in the next two years. <laughs> So hopefully that's going to be fun. I've never done anything like that before. And so that'll be an interesting uh, endeavor. So uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay. Okay. And I'll just say this real quick. I'll have a team for you closing out here, but even before I spoil it, uh, Doc, man, you know, what's your uh, fantasy goal? Yeah, just real- it could be a little, you could be a little bit off well, topic too. What's your, uh, what's your what, goal, real quick, before I start with that, I hope I'm not stepping on your toes here with the team you came up with, Starks, but I hear the, the Golden State Warriors, I think they're, they're is their name? I think they've been pretty good oh, lately. Man. Uh, <laughs> if you want to consider them, Kevin. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
my, uh, my, my goal in every dynasty league is is not just to win a championship, but to do it with a mostly younger team that'll keep me competitive for years to come. Um, I actually took on a couple, uh, honestly, really bad dynasty teams during this past summer just to test my mettle as a rebuilding GM. Um, I have tons of rookies and second year guys who show a lot of promise on those teams. But uh, anyway, I usually, uh, usually I'll try to acquire guys in the age range of 23 to 26 or something like that, who are, who are known commodities. Um, uh, one of my rosters has a ton of them from Jokic to Oladipo to Middleton, Beal, JJJ, and so on. Uh, I'm competing this year and I'll be in the picture for years to come, hopefully. So, I'd say my goal, or one of my goals, is to be the best fantasy player I can be, and uh, especially in Dynasty, and to help share my experience and advice to listeners and readers to help better them as fantasy players as well. Okay, that's awesome, awesome, guys. Uh, I appreciate that. And, um, you know, I, I have a fantasy goal, and my fantasy goal is, you know, is actually to be undefeated in the Ironman League and to win a championship without losing. And um, the chances of that happening, there's a chance that can that can happen this year. What do you think, Kevin? That you go, that you win the championship. That he'll go undefeated. Well, to, without going undefeated. Um, yeah, I mean your team's pretty stacked, so you definitely have a chance at that. Okay. Well, and this is pretty much my goal. This is um, this is going to be something that another gift that I'm going to give the listeners, even you know, to the unicorns with us as well. Um, this is kind of I'm going to be ISO balling it real quick here to kind of close out. So as we're familiar with a lot of things, um, one thing I want to mention that me and um, Pat actually going to bring up something as far as like articles each week to, to give you guys. But, you know, I'll, I'll talk about that in another episode, but I'm going to ISO it real quick. So basically it's going to be fantasy combat for me. And what that kind of consists of, this is something new and, and innovative and different that people should understand. Now, I know a lot of coaches um, like to trust the process. So even before I get to that, you know, as I was saying, it's Christmas time. I want to give the listeners something to stuff their stockings with. And, um, you know, fantasy combat, what that's going to consist of is, you know, finishing your opponents. We know how Mortal Kombat is, as you guys know. But this is a clean version where there's no blood spoiled or shed anywhere it's not like that just a straight beat down to your opponent into submission so fantasy combat you know it works in several different ways it's going to work in many different ways so you know let the gyms in your league enjoy trusting the process i understand it feels good when you get a new breakout player it makes you look like the smartest gym in the league you know keep in mind um it takes more to win a championship other than just one guy on your team right so Here's something that's more satisfying in my perspective. You know, Kevin loves Josh Jackson, don't you? Don't you? No, I don't. Okay, so he doesn't. But maybe he secretly does, right? So what I'm going to do is use him against him, and I hope he gets lucky stats. Now, what are lucky stats that you guys may be asking? Um, Pretty much what lucky stats are is getting stats a player doesn't particularly get for that week. So Josh Jackson, if you guys are familiar um, one of the games he had, he had like six or eight assists. If you have a game like that with a player that's not supposed to get, you know, those type of stats, that's something that you can use against an opponent that's a player they don't like. And you could just kind of ask them like, hey, you know, like, Kevin, did you see that six or eight assists? You don't even have to talk smack or anything. You just ask, the, ask your GM about it. 
a rival coach or a player you're going against. And of course they're going to know about it because you're playing against them. Just ask them that. See how that's more satisfying versus, you know, trusting a player, trusting the process. And that can work in many different ways. You know, Mike is big on streaming players, right? So he's, his articles is excellent. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pick up a player that's not even in the rotation. He might even get a couple minutes. I want to hope I get a player that gets lucky stats. So let's say, for instance, I'll just pick up Dirk Nowitzki. To me, that's more – I get more of a pleasure in a rush getting a player. Let's just say Dirk comes in and he gets like three or four blocks that game. Just imagine what that would be like. That's deteriorating to a, to a different opponent because he's not supposed to get three or four blocks. Those are lucky stats. If you can do that, that to me, that's putting it in, that's sticking it to your opponent. You know, so keep in mind, you don't have to trust the process. If you're if you're if someone in your league does that, let them do that. Enjoy that it's because you want to be the, the GM that wants to win that. But either way, that's how you do it. And that's how you finish. Your let, let me let me let me so add that, real quick that, that it might not be the most advisable move, but a guy, a player, a, a player like Starks. <laughs> who has one of the most winningest teams in his dynasty leagues can afford to do something like that because he has such a stacked roster and maybe he has one open spot. He can pick up a Dirk and like maybe Dirk gets one of those, look, gets five assists and, and three blocks and he could nana nana boo boo his opponent. And, you know, it's probably, it, it, it probably feels pretty, pretty weird at first, but I can, I can imagine if, if you string together uh, um, a, a few of those, it might, start feeling feeling pretty good yeah i mean and it's it's just like i said it's just more of a pleasure of doing that and i mean it's not easy to do it's it's honestly it's a risk too if you okay so put it much into perspective if you're in a comp or a pretty comfortable league or comfortable league league uh, mm-hmm. a lead in that league then you should just try to see if you can pull that off if you wanted to do that if you wanted to take that risk Kevin, what's your thoughts on that, man? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really do that, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's all fun. I know, I know Kevin is like I said. I I just try to you know loosen the guy up a little bit. That's all, man. But it's all it's all fun. Enjoy you know enjoy fantasy, guys. We we want to provide you guys honestly. That's just more of a a fun type of thing for me. Everybody has their different styles. I mean, what's fun for GMs? building processes, having process. What's fun for me is winning championships. But if I can, as Kevin would say, put the nail in the coffin to grab like Josh Jackson against a rival that that player doesn't like, then use him. So even better yet to make it more fair, which you can do instead of trying to get a person that's not in a rotation, know your league, know a GM. This is say, for instance, Doc, who's a player you don't like, man, if you don't mind me asking in fantasy. You're not too much of a big fan. Um. Wiggins, Knox, or I don't like Josh Jackson much either. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, perfect Wiggins. And honestly, I'm not a Wiggins guy either. And I'm sure, Kevin, are you no. You like Wiggins? Yeah, you like Wiggins too. So, see, and I'm just messing with you. So, that's another player. If you can use that player against your opponent and say he just has an explosion type of game, doesn't feel good, number one. And then number two, and if you win that match, it's more pleasing. So, with that being said, we're going to kind of close up shop here. Um, we want to say Merry Christmas to, you know, people out there. Enjoy your, you know, um, you know, your family and friends, um, you know, be, be thankful to have, you know, a home over your, over your, a roof over your head and just, you know, share the love and, you know, talk and, 
eat, have good times, and, you know, open the gifts as well. Um, and with that being said, uh, did you guys want to touch up on anything at all before we start wrapping things up? I think I'm good. Hit that clutch shot, maybe. Okay. So, with the clutch shot being made um, or being in, in process, uh, Kevin, do you want to take a clutch shot tonight? Uh, well, there's only one game going on right now, <laughs> but I'm going to skip ahead to the later game and just say I'm looking forward to seeing uh, both the, the hot rookies, SGA and Doncic, maybe uh, going head-to-head a little bit. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one, but um... – I was I was actually pondering saying that one, so I'm glad I'm glad I went with something else. And you know, uh, I'm the uh, uh, one one of the college specialists for the fantasy unicorn. So I'm a, I'm gonna go to a college game since there's not much to pick from tonight on the NBA slate, and um, say there was a huge matchup tonight between Duke and Texas Tech. Obviously, we all know Duke's Big Four, but I'm not gonna pick one of those players from from a clutch shot. I'm gonna go with uh, Texas Tech's best player in Jarrett Culver. Uh, if you go look at my prospect rankings, he's in the top 10 now. He's been working his way up with his great playmaking, great um, – uh, well, in much improved playmaking, I should say, and much improved shooting. He's been uh, tagging Texas Tech along to a, a 12, uh, number 12 in the, in the top 25. But anyway, his clutch shot, he took 25 shots – uh, 21 shots today, rather, um, but only had 21 points, but still put up six rebounds uh, four and four assists. So it, he he it, he almost it, it was almost close. They lost fifty eight to sixty nine to Duke, but you can't really uh, uh, point a finger at a team for losing to uh, such a stacked Duke team. So my clutch shot goes to Jared Culver, given his best effort against that team tonight. Yeah, and I also see you know um, trying to get as wise as you as in college. You know, I'm a little behind, um, but Culver did take you know twenty one shots. So that's to me, like I said, I'm a a guy that likes the players that take a lot of attempts and uh, that's, that's eye popping to me. So that just necessarily, that probably means that, they, you know, they mm-hmm. obviously trust them. And um, you know, that's, that's something I, I will always eye on. And then Duke, uh, I'm sure you touched, like you touched on Barrett. He shot super inefficient tonight, shooting yeah. seven for 22. Um, but my clutch shot tonight, um, it's going to be a little bit fake. Cause there's a, like, like Kevin said, there's only two games tonight. Um, just want to say that I, I appreciate the unicorns here. Um, want to say I love you, Dennis. Love you, love you guys as well. Um, let's just keep doing the best we can. Just like you know, for the listeners out there, we want to continue to provide the content for you. And again, I know it sounds like a broken record, but you know, go to the fantasyunicorns.com, subscribe to the articles there. I mean, that's that's something that's really special. If you could subscribe to the articles or the website, every time an article drops it gets shot right into your email. And then that way you have the leg up on your league mates um, to start reading those articles because the articles that come out has been very unique, refreshed, and innovative from, you know, Mike, Kevin, um, the doc here, you know, Jesse when he comes on with the DFS and Pat with the the beautiful JPEG pictures. And, um, you know, we just want to continue to give you those articles and, um, you know, continue to listen to us. And then, like I was saying in the last episode, if you can subscribe to the podcast as well as, you know, give us a two to three word, uh, you know, review with five stars, we can get you guys snuck into a 30 man league. You know, that's something special. Screenshot it, send it, DM me or DM any of the unicorns, let them know. We'll try to get you in. Want to have fun. And, uh, you know, that's that's for me. So with that being said, I'm going to pass the ball for uh, to Kevin to take yeah, us home. Um... 
Starks makes a good point about uh, subscribing to both the podcast and the website. Uh, that way you get you get it right away, uh, either in your inbox or your podcatcher. So definitely do that. Check out our stuff again at thefantasyunicorns.com. And uh, thanks again for joining us, guys, and we'll catch you next time. All right, guys, take a ride. 